The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to the Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We are still live, despite all the shutdowns. I know. I don't know if we're the required six feet. I had us further apart. Yeah. And the producers. Emotionally, I'm far more distant. So that's, I think that makes up for it. No, I'm very distant. (laughs) Uh, So I'm Aaron. I'm joined with Ed. And, uh, you know, last week, the Zoom, the audio just, it didn't cut it, you know? So uh, Matt's taking a break. Uh, he'll be back for sure. I mean, oh, yeah. He's, he's not been given the boot by any means. No, we're keeping it's a seat warm for him. The uh, technology just doesn't live up to what we'd hoped it to be. So. Although, and you saw our discussion yesterday on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. I, I asked Matt, what's the cigar? He said, C.O. Jones. I said, is that just because you're not going to be here? I know. He just wants us to <laughs> suffer because this thing is a powerhouse. <laughs> it, it is a powerhouse. Uh I'll tell you a little bit about it. So the C.O. Jones is manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Hochi Blanco. And this is, I think, by far the strongest cigar that Hochi makes. Mm. Uh, He's got a couple that have some zing, like that La Galera box press actually has quite a bit yes, of oomph to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Tons, tons of flavor on that, but yeah, that is, that is it's a beast. Yeah, this one tastes strong, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, that La Galera box press, to me, sneaks up on it you kind of with the strength. Uh, the wrapper is a, a nice Ecuador Habano wrapper. It's got a nice sheen to it. Binder is from the Dominican, and the fillers are Dominican and Nicaraguan. And today we're smoking the Toro, which is a six by fifty. Mm-hmm. Price for the single is six forty nine, and a box will be one oh nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think the uh, Toro is actually called the Punisher. It's because it's <laughs> <laughs> well. It is. And the way there's three sizes: a robusto, a Toro, and Churchill, and they're actually all fifty ring gauge. Mm-hmm. With the robusto coming in at five inch, this is a six, and the Churchill is seven inch. Hmm. Yeah, so, uh, construction's good. I mean, it's 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 got some uh, veins in the yep. wrapper, although it's got lots of oil. Um, can't really see the seams, so that's good for that. Um, nice and firm, all the way down. No bulges. It's going well. Yeah. Uh, my burn's a little wonky right now, but, you know, we'll see. It should catch itself up, yeah. no problem. Mine, too, in the is cigar. Not, And the ash is a little bit on the flaky side, I'm finding, hmm. although you haven't really got past the initial yet. Yeah, my wrapper's still just kind of catching up. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, flavor-wise, I'm getting a lot of, like, um, like a roasted red pepper. Oh, I like that. Hmm. I, might, I might join in on that. It certainly is a flavor I enjoy, so I'm going to focus on that roasted <laughs> red pepper. Now, C.O. Jones, I think you know somewhat where that came from. Oh, yes. I've heard the story many times. So this is a cigar that uh, I believe Dave had Ho Chi make, mm-hmm. and he wanted something very strong. Well, mm-hmm. he got something very strong, and 
then launched a contest for a customer to name it. And the winner of that contest was Dan Jones. Mm-hmm. He actually went with the initials of his uncle. I think <laughs> yeah. his name is Carl O. Jones. And so Dave said, okay, C.O. Jones. <laughs> then he actually went down to the Dominican, to the factory, and he can't speak a, a lick of Spanish. And all of the Spanish workers were all laughing <laughs> yeah. about C.O. Jones. C.O. Jones. Dave's like, what? And one of them finally said, cojones, balls. <laughs> <laughs> so people often call this C.O. Jones the cojones. The cojones, because that's, I mean, let's face it, that's what it is. <laughs> and even uh, then, I believe the band was modified to fill in the O in C.O. and the O in Jones to be two balls on the band, the cojones. (laughs) (laughs) So, interesting story to go with the cigar. Yeah, mine's going out on me, unfortunately. Oh, some burn issues. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I've been hitting it pretty hard, too, so I don't know. My feeling on it, I don't know the blend, but my guess is that it's got a metric shit ton of Lajero. Yep, which is going to burn. It's tough to burn, you know, so this one may be more prone to uh, some combustion issues than a different blend. going again. But I don't know, we, uh, we decided today just for fun... To have Ben smoke along with us. And, <laughs> and what a cigar to jump yeah, in on. He's not really a cigar smoker. How many have you had? This would be number three. Number oh, yeah. three. Well, you're so, you're going to the top of the strength food chain. Yeah, not normally one. how we do it for somebody new to cigars. No, I, I know we picked out an Aladino for you at one point. Yep. Which so. still has some, some strength to it. Yeah, the, the regular one. Oh, okay, yeah. But so that is maybe a six. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is a full-on 10 on that scale. So I'll be passed out by the time you guys finish recording? Passed well, out if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the good news is if you fall out of the producer's chair, I can jump over there. Yeah, we got somebody who knows the, you're doing. the show closed out. Edit, edit your edge. You shouldn't be jumping anywhere. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm jumping nowhere. And so what do you pick out flavor-wise? Tobacco? It, yeah, that's all I can get right now. Yeah. I, I don't have a palate for this at all. So yep. <laughs> anytime I've smoked one of these cigars, I'm just like, I don't really know what I'm tasting yet. Okay. So that's why I'm amazed that you guys can actually pick out very distinct flavors mm-hmm. for someone like me who doesn't know what he's talking now, about. I mean, it's kind of like that with alcohol, too. You know, you get somebody who's never drink, had a, you know, a hard drink before, and they're like, all I can taste is the alcohol. And so it's like, you got to get past that. Once you get used to that flavor, you can start picking out nuances. Same yeah. thing with cigars for the but most part. You've smoked three. Yes. You can certainly tell that this is very different from the Aladino. Absolutely. It just feels heavier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just it, much heavier. It uh, kind of sneaks up. No, it doesn't even sneak up. It's no, a it's, full frontal assault. It it's just a kick in the, in the, kick the balls. It's right? yeah. yep. <laughs> <laughs> no mistaking it. Uh, so why don't we do a top five? Let's do jump you want right to? into it. Yeah. All right. 
As we surprise. Aloha. <laughs> yeah, first we distract them. Five, five cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series five, five has it all. Five, five equals the perfect 10. And that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a five, five cigar is two of them. So you can share with a friend. And now here's today's top five list. So for today, I just thought we'll go a little off the beaten track of a, a cigar top five, and we'll do a music top five. I mean, the whole world's upside down right now, so Why yeah, not? let's go something a little different. <laughs> so what I did is I went to um, the 500 greatest songs of all time. Oh, and it's, it's quite a long uh, top five, huh? <laughs> well, I only took the top five, but this was... a. Uh, a cover story in Rolling Stone, issue number 963. So this was published in December of 2004. Okay. So it's probably, oh, I, I was, was going to say it's probably different now, but really, yeah. I mean, nothing that What's great happened? has come out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 15, I 16 years. <laughs> they had just done their 500 greatest albums of all time and then followed up with the 500 greatest songs of all time. So it should just be one track from each of those. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. Listen, I don't think this really represents all time. You know, I think it's mm -hmm. from their perspective. From oh, their, so there's no like Gregorian chants on there? From their not uh, in the top, maybe, financial perspective. No. <laughs> yeah, may, maybe down in the bottom of no. the list, there were some Gregorian chants. Mm. But coming in at number five is Aretha Franklin, Respect. Yeah, it's a solid song. I mean, it's a solid song, but when you stop and think about it, does it feel like it rises to the level of. Top five of all time. Well, I mean, try to find somebody that hasn't heard of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it is it's out iconic. there. It's iconic. It's iconic, and it's not obnoxious, you know? Yeah. It's been covered many times. It's, I think it, maybe not top five, but I think it belongs on the list. All right. It's top. not bothering you. Yeah, not too bad. All right. Well, why don't we stay in the genre and go with number four at Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Hmm. I mean, it's a good song. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put it top five. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little high. It, it seems high. Yeah. It's... Well, how about number three? We'll have a Beatle in there, not the Beatles. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> We've got... Uh, imagine? Yes, it is. Uh, I was going to imagine. Not a huge fan of that song. I mean, particularly now. Like <laughs> whole... Now, since all the celebrities <laughs> decided to do their own version, that it was cringeworthy. Real, that went so backwards for them. Things can that get was... ruined. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... I mean, it's... The lyrics, I don't care for, and the, there's not much to the music of it. So no. it's like, nah, no. I wouldn't even put it in my top five yeah, Beatles songs. It's a nice like sentiment. Anything related, I don't know. Yeah. Well, number two, I'm, I'm finally going to say, okay, I have no problem with this one in the top five. And that would be the Rolling Stones. I can't get no satisfaction. Okay. I mean, that's pretty iconic as a rock song. It's, yeah, yeah. It's got all the elements. I mean, it's great. I would put um, Sympathy for the Devil higher on the list mm. than that for Rolling Stones. But yeah, it's the, a great song. The only thing that's a little dated in that song is uh, he can't be a man because he doesn't smoke the same cigarettes as me. <laughs> I mean, like, um. eh, I don't know. <laughs> Not too many people smoking the cigarettes the same or different. Yeah, <laughs> that's not cool anymore. That's not cool. Like but 
the number one song of all time is something that I can't buy into. It's Bob Dylan. How does it feel? Which one? To be on your own. Oh, man. Yeah, not a fan. No. <laughs> yeah. So all the top five songs came within like a seven-year period? Yeah. That's yeah, it? So, so you know who made the list, how old they were. <laughs> well, it was Rolling Stones, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the Rolling Stones, what was that, 1965 probably for that song? Can't get no, yeah, it's early on, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Dylan was within that timeline. Imagine, Imagine it was later. Was that was 73. Yeah, yeah, but still. Was it 73? I think, yeah. I think it was early to I, mid. I was thinking later. Like okay. 76, 70. You know what? I got the Googles. Yeah. yeah. I'll find it out. It was. It would have been after Yoko broke them up, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, with Aretha Franklin and Marvin Gaye, those are songs that seem like they've always been there. So I yeah. would have a lot of trouble. 1971 for wow, Imagine. Wow, much yep. earlier. So it just broken yeah. up. Okay, yeah. So he, <laughs> so already, started going he already had that. He didn't, had it in his back pocket. I think yeah. he did. Yeah, just didn't want to share it. <laughs> so I don't know. You could make arguments on this. There, with the exception of the number one, they're all great songs. Yeah, man. What's the title of the Bob Dylan song? Like, like a Rolling Stone. Yeah, like a Rolling Stone. No, just no. No? You no. don't even know this one? No, no. I, I, I could probably pick it out. How like, does it feel it. to be? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mm-hmm. I would probably would be able to identify it as Bob Dylan, Once but upon naming a time. it. Yeah. All right, I have a challenge for the two of you. You guys like doing your top five lists. Yeah. You guys are both big music heads. Yeah, How? Sure. You are. We talked about this. Yeah, before. yeah. You're undercover <laughs> music head. How about next week? Top five songs to listen to while enjoying a cigar. Mm. Okay. I don't think we've done that. No, we haven't. At least not in recent memory. We're going to do pairings? Yeah. Used, well, we don't have to There used to be a whole show cigar. about that, you know? I know. Which, uh, what was his name Cigar Jukebox. Shark Jukebox, yeah. And he stopped a while ago. Yeah. You know, over a year. Yeah, I good. mean, I think the challenge for him in Australia was the cost. Yeah. Super expensive in yeah. Australia. I know Dave was on there a couple times. A couple times. I think. I think Jonathan was on there a yeah. few times. Mr. Jonathan, excuse me. Mr. That's Mr. <laughs> Jonathan to you. There's nothing Mr. about it. <laughs> so... Mine is uh, burning a little better now after the initial issues. Yeah, yeah. I just had to catch up my uh, wrapper. I think it's burning all right now. I, I'm guessing I was uh, tunneling a little bit there just by the way it was burning. It was smoking, so we'll see. I mean, flavors it hasn't affected the flavors, so that's good, I guess. The retro <laughs> hail will get your attention. Mm-hmm. It's got some zip to it. Zippity doo dah. Hmm. You gotta be careful with retrohaling nowadays because you may start coughing and then you get you know banned from all interactions with anybody. So that's true. You really <laughs> want to be careful with that. As uh, the, I, I was gonna say quarantine, but it's not really quarantine. Has the stay in home affected you much? Uh, no, no, I really got nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think the mayor of Boston made it a little more insistent with a curfew. Really? Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, how often, in the city it makes sense. How right? often were you out after nine o'clock? Let's be honest. Never, but, exactly. but six and, and six AM is a little late. All right, I mean, fair enough. I might want to get a cup of coffee before six AM. Mm-hmm. Not in Boston, but yeah. yeah, I don't think it's gonna impact people much. 
No, I mean, yeah, in Boston, it makes sense that I, I now I'm not for any kind of restrictions on people's movements and stuff like that. But if you're going to, it makes sense to do it in a big city because that's right. where it's going to spread like wildfire, like New York. So it's yeah, it is uh, what it is. How about, how about you? You your life different now? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, in no work, work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, and I, I still have work to do. Right. It's just it doesn't take nearly as much time as it did, and there's no commute and. You know, no students throwing punches at me. I guess that's a little different. So a lot <laughs> of it, depending on what you want to do, really, people could live Groundhog Day. Like you could learn ice sculpting. Yeah, if you're motivated. the weather's not good. <laughs> maybe uh, learn a new skill. I think before he did all that, though, he did a lot of uh, suicide attempts. So I don't know if we want to go with that exact <laughs> yeah, <laughs> model. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but, but then it won't end the same way. At the end, don't forget, he did save someone's life. Saved a couple mm. people's lives. Yeah. So right. it all worked out. Although, you know, my theory behind that movie is that, uh, what's her name? The woman that he... Andy McDowell? Yeah. What was her name in the movie, though? It was... Um, well, anyways, the woman that he won over, I, my theory is that she was a witch and that she forced him to live through that because really? he affected all sorts of other lives. Nobody made a difference. But when he fi he was finally perfect for her, then the curse is lifted. Wow. Hmm. Who did that benefit? That's a pretty <laughs> good so theory. I've never heard that. And it's I like, mean, oh, it's no storm. It's like, what? there was no other thing. It's like, oh, unless the whole storm, everything just wanted them to be together. Hmm. Her name was Rita. Rita. That's it. Yes, Lovely Rita, Rita the Witch. She's yeah. a meter maid. Meter yeah. maid. Yeah. <laughs> was she? <laughs> no, she was a producer. <laughs> all right. All right. It makes sense of, of the whole ordeal, like, you know, thousands of, of days or whatever, years. Somebody did the calculation of how long it would take him to yeah, go through like all that. 300 years or something yeah, like something that. something like ridiculous. that. But it wasn't until he won her over or he was the perfect man for her that he was able to escape. I like your theory. I'm adopting mm. it. Every time I watch <laughs> that movie from now on, I'm going to think that she's really just a witch. Mm. Yeah, and we she did. It's her fault. <laughs> we, we've learned a lot today. Yes, we have. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just stew on that for a bit during the break. So when we come back, we'll continue smoking the Co Jones cojones. <laughs> Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. 
flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General Work. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five year old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well aged long filler leaves. So, what do you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional, a flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Añejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're smoking the C.O. Jones and seeing it to the future. <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling any effects from it yet? I mean, I can feel I'm on the, the cusp of it, you know. Yeah. I can feel it's little slowing jitter. down. Yeah, talking a little faster, you know, just, just on the edge. You know, I know where I'm when I'm going to be beaten by it, so. 
Yeah, and I smoke a lot of strong cigars, but this is this strong is AF. As straight they, to the point, you know? Yeah. There's no sneaking up. It's just, no. here I am. <laughs> <laughs> right in your face. Mm-hmm. It's going to just upset everything. How about you, Ben? Are you still with us? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still with you. I'm right. powering through. All right. How far did you get? Oh. You're farther along than I am. I'm taking yeah. my time here. Because He's about halfway through. Man, they got to know his limitations. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you guys promised me a nice little uh, buzz off of this, so I figured I'd <laughs> go all the way through it really quickly. Yeah. Can you can you name the movie? A man's got to know his limitations. I, uh, I can name uh, it. That's an Eastwood movie. Yeah, right? it's a Dirty Harry. I, I'm it's, trying to remember which one it was. Yeah. It's like The Drowning one. Pool. The Deadpool? The Deadpool. The Deadpool. Yeah, whatever. Which, uh, that's... Clearly, I'm already losing it. Yeah, the Deadpool <laughs> is one I always keep in my pocket for uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, because it's got um, a very young... Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yep. Yeah, as a rock star. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, mountain biking with a particular lunatic at one point, and we go down a steep, rocky slope. Next thing I know, I'm lying on my back, you know, right over the handlebars, lying in a field of rocks and yeah he came up and very helpfully said a man's got to know his limitations <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i can't remember which one it was on that it might have been the deadpool there's so many though they all and they all have that one tagline you right know? they all like, do you feel lucky punk was the first dirty that Harry. was the first one yeah and i'm even straining to remember the, the, the other names of the other dirty harry movies there were a lot i've right? seen them four all. or five i think there's or? five all right well, yeah. i got it all it right. was from Magnum Force. Magnum Force. Uh, that's right. I think that might have been the second one, maybe the third. I don't know. I don't know. It's it used to be in my brain, but now it's not. So <laughs> it's not that important. Nobody cares about Dirty Harry no. anymore. I mean, uh, you were right. It was the second one. Okay, good for you. Forty-four Magnum, most powerful handgun in the world. <laughs> It'll blow your head clean off, which it really wouldn't. No. No. I mean, it'd I mean, kill you, just like yeah, most well, other guns. You know? Very much so. But clean off, I think he was. I don't know if that's a necessary, uh, you yeah. know, he was, note. <laughs> it's like, he what? was indulging in a little It's like, do hyperbole. I care? It's a bullet to the head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> Damage is going to be pretty much <laughs> the same. Death. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, shot in the arm. That's a totally different. You're going to lose your arm. It's like. Yeah, that's a big oh, difference. Yeah. It's just a flesh wound. There's <laughs> no such thing as flesh wounds with bullets, but, you know. No. <laughs> I mean, unless it grazes you, I guess. In a lot of movies, getting shot just only marginally slows them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patch them up, you'll be fine. It's like, yeah, what about all the nerve damage? <laughs> or you go to Blazing Saddles, right? Don't shoot Mongo. You'll make him angry. <laughs> <laughs> Mongo. Yeah. Is it the one that punches the horse out? <laughs> That's the, Alex Karras. Alex Karras. Yeah. Got yeah. suspended from the NFL for gambling. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Yeah. Fun trivia fact here yeah. on the Ashholes. <laughs> oh, wow. It was a bigger issue back then. Yeah. <laughs> and Webster's dad. Adopted father. Oh, oh that was yeah. pa- uh, Mr. Papadopoulos? Yeah. Oh, Same man. guy. It's, Mongo. I never Mr. made the connection. Mongo, Mongo adopted Webster. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> man, it's like I never connected those two because it's just such a different character. Yeah. It was Mongo and Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, quite man. a name. Uh, a lot of flashbacks here. What about some uh, Old Fart Freddy? Well, yeah, because it's time once again to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy, brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days when life was simpler and cheaper. Today, let's talk about climate change. 
They used to call it global warming, but during the past two climate conventions, when they had blizzards going on, they decided to rename it climate change. Is the weather changing? Absolutely. Actually, us old dudes talk about it all the time. But when you really think about it, it's always been changing. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. Yeah, I, I always love that when people say there's no such thing as climate change. Well, it's no, like, it's been happening forever. Definitely changes. It's you like, remember there was this, <laughs> well, you don't remember, but I do. There was this ice age. You remember and, that one? Yeah, and all the dinosaurs are gone. Yeah, it's like definitely changes. The contention is what causes it. Right. I don't think I have to worry about it anymore because, you know, a pandemic will clearly take us out and it'll be the millennials' fault. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get political, but... Uh, yeah, Washington's not worried about it anymore either. Mm -hmm. They just uh, changed their requirements for uh, the gas-guzzling vehicles, right? They had miles per gallon targets over yep. time, and I believe they rolled that back in the middle of this bill to help us all. Yeah, well, I mean, you can thank uh, the Republicans for that. I mean, that's obviously... <laughs> right, although... You can clearly see from the I don't know. Satellite. Well, you could thank or curse. It's depending on what side you're on. From the satellite images, you can clearly see there's a lot less pollution in the world oh, yeah. right now. I mean, you see the yeah, you oh, see yeah, the cities, amazing. and it's like the fog is lifted, and it's like oh yeah. I mean, it's no surprise. It's know? not not shocking. Yeah, I don't think anybody's shocked by less pollution <laughs> right no. now. No, I'm sure you can see a lot further in L.A. than you could before this happened. Mm. Yeah, those all those. Uh, you know, uh, drone tours or whatever of all oh, the cities yeah. like uh, Las Vegas and stuff that are just like desolate right now. It's, 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 you know, it's kind of a once in a lifetime thing because it never happens, you know? So it's kind of fun is what you're saying. Yeah, sure. I love it. You know, no people. That's, that's like a dream world. I <laughs> know uh, you just get to stay home. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I think people are maybe wasting too much time on things like Tiger King. Yep, although I, I did watch through the whole thing. And All right. Gosh, what a train wreck. Yeah, so I watched it, right? And really within a day, I felt as though, is there any way I can unwatch that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it, it lowered my IQ by 10 points. Oh, 10 minimum, if you're lucky. Just having watched it. Yeah. The question is whether that's a permanent reduction or I can recover from it. Yeah, no, not. Not much hope at your age now. <laughs> no, I mean, that was just devastating to my intellect. It is insane, though. It's like, it just gets worse and worse and worse. Like, it's like, who are these people? How are they surviving? And, right. Oh, my gosh. And I hear they're doing, an, like, it's going to be like another bonus episode or something. Right, they've got something else. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it actually is interesting that they had all the footage. Because yeah. they, I think, had planned to do one at the time. Yeah, well, I think the guy was doing just a, had no idea about any of the criminal stuff that was going right. to become of it. And he just was in the right place, right time for five years. It's just <laughs> it's a long time to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. But, well, and I think he was like filming some other documentary and then he just came across this weird character and with a big cat. And he probably had a Kenny Banya moment. It's gold, mm. Jerry. It's gold. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. God, God bless him. I hope he made a lot of money because five years, I couldn't spend five minutes with those people. I know. It's just so insane. It's like there's a few of the characters, a few of the people in that are like, oh, they're, they're all right, you know. Uh, obviously, shady history, but it's like they're not bad people, I guess. 
as right. far as we can tell. But some are just like, these are awful human beings. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was listening to Bill Burr, I think his take was, nobody seems to mention <laughs> that he seemed to go find young men, yes. get them hooked on meth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was just kind of like a side note. Like a side note. Oh, oh, by the way, it's like his husbands, they, they kind of graze her like, oh, they're not really gay, well, but they do love meth. And so. Right. <laughs> and so I think when the first husband's teeth all started falling out, he yeah. had to go find a second husband. But yeah. Just when that one crazy. shot himself by mistake, you got to go get a third Spoiler husband. alert. <laughs> yeah. God. Well. What are you going to do? Yeah. I and mean, it's, it's Everybody all who's seen it, who needs to see it, has seen it. That's true. That's and a good point. I recommend, having seen it, don't do it. Don't see it. No. No. I really would like a do-over on that. Yeah. And any uh, unusual viewings now that you're, well, you've got, I say more time, but you're really, you're kind of the same, huh? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I've been getting into Ozark. Oh, um, yeah. So good. I mean, that just has... A Breaking Bad vibe to it, it right? Definitely. You headed but for a But it's not total... like a clone. It's, no. It's, it's definitely, it's different. But it's, it's very the good. formula of you're heading towards total disaster. There's no way you recover, and you do. And then you don't even get to take a breath before the next, next tragedy yeah. disaster comes yeah. your way. And... Yeah, I finished season three. Very good. I mean, there's no low point of the series so far, so... No, a lot I'd of people think that. season three is the best season. Yeah. I, I haven't got there yet. Yeah, it's I very think. good. I think I'm on episode nine of season two. Okay. Yeah, so you're, you're it, getting there. It's a good show. Mm -hmm. I'm liking it. Yeah. I, I'll give that my recommendation. I will say, <laughs> do not watch Tiger King. It will make you dumber. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and you get just as much tragedy in Ozark, but it's actually quality. <laughs> Well, and quality it, entertaining. And it's not real. <laughs> yeah, it's not real, exactly. It's not real people. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Should we talk about this and maybe figure out what we think? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's I mean, we'll slow start, burn. I'll give we, it that. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it, it's burning very slowly, except Ben's smoking it like a blunt over in the corner. Mm. Chasing that high. Well, I mean, chasing that CO Jones high. I mean, that's like the first mistake anybody new to cigar makes is they smoke too fast. Yeah. So that's like number one thing to learn is to slow down. I mean, that's where you get your flavors and that's where you don't throw up. So <laughs> not throwing up is a good thing with a cigar. Hmm. I mean, in that, unless you're into that kind of thing, which I'm not. You know, to each his own. So this one, where am I going to go on rating it? I'm going to go. To Ben. How would you rate this cigar? <laughs> um, what are the parameters? Uh, so, if you're going above 90, it means it's a good cigar. You should definitely try it. Okay. Uh, 80 to 90 is, it's it's a decent cigar, you know. Mm -hmm. it's might might be worth trying. Uh, below 80, eh, eh. probably avoid it. All right. So, this is the third cigar I've smoked. Yeah. I like it the least of the three. Yeah. So, I'd probably go 85. 86, does that sound about right to you guys? You, that you're not far right, off. Man. You could have said that with confidence. I'm mm. going to go a little bit higher. Um, and I, I want to put in a disclaimer. This is not a cigar that I would normally buy. And while I love strong cigars, mm -hmm. this one's a little too much, you know, so... I'd say this is the sort of cigar that um, 
somebody has to decide whether they have the cojones <laughs> to go in and smoke that. I mean, I'll give it a solid 88. Um, what it's lacking for me is some balance mm -hmm. and complexity. I mean, it is what it is. It's yep. Writing, I mean, it's not a High dollar value, you know. It's, a, uh, it's no, more of a budget for, cigar. So. For the Toro, you're talking six dollars and forty nine cents. Yeah. So for what it is, that's not bad, you know. So you know, if you had like a a big meal of say some barbecue or something, I knew Johnny would light up when I said barbecue. <laughs> this would be a, a good cigar to have after a heavy meal. It's going to stand up to anything. Mm, so. Yeah, really seasoned steak. You know. Oh yeah, it could, it could hold up to that. Um, I'm actually at 87, uh, just because it would have been a little higher, but it had some burn issues, mm -hmm. so that knocked it down a bit. Flavor is decent, you know. It's, yeah. it's an enjoyable flavor. It is, you know, stronger than I'd normally go for, um, but you know, it wouldn't stop me completely. Um, so I feel pretty safe at 87, and seeing that that is the real score, seeing that it's the average of the three of us. <laughs> I don't know if Ben's I, I think counts can't argue that with me. much, though. Yeah, I that's mean, true. I, I don't mean. Do you to, want me to say something to that? No, no. I, I don't mean to. Don't be take my score seriously. <laughs> yeah, we're not. That's why I qualified it by saying this is the third cigar I've ever smoked. <laughs> yeah. Right, and, and you got lucky in your guess. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Aaron. Yeah, he was in the neighborhood. Yeah, not, not terrible guess. I mean, if you haven't had a lot of experience, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, if you're into strong cigars, uh, give it a shot. You know. And if you're not really into strong cigars, eh, maybe uh, try something else. Well, yeah, I mean, deal. if you're a mild cigar smoker, don't don't go near this. Yeah, it's not going to end well for you. <laughs> You'll just wind up hating us for it. <laughs> but yeah, it's not bad. No. All right. So you've been listening to the assholes broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. Head over to UnitedPodcastNetwork.tv. You can see our past episodes and some other great podcasts like Pit Life Barbecue, who's on right after us. So we will see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.